Hello, my friends. Welcome to the Deeper Daily Podcast for the 22nd day of August. I'm your host, Paul White. I want to remind you we will be in Chapin, South Carolina this Friday night at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time at our monthly meeting, our Grace Encounter with our good friends there. Uh, And then we will have our monthly meeting in Flowery Branch, Georgia on Sunday at 4 p.m. Both of these meetings are monthly and they are both on our website, www.paulwhiteministries.com slash schedule. We take the covenant meal with both of these groups. We share the gospel of grace. We enjoy hearing and seeing what God is doing in their lives. And we have a lot of people that drop into these meetings and we would love, if you're in our area, we would love to have you do the same thing as well. Today, we will be continuing with our our audio version of Righteous Saul versus Righteous Paul. Today and tomorrow, we will conclude the first chapter of the book, and by Wednesday of this week, we will take off on chapter two. Uh, We plan on doing that straight through. The uh, essay edition will be at the end of the month and then on into September. There are six chapters in this book, so it shouldn't take too long to get through it. Hope you're enjoying it. You can get the entire introduction is now available in our additional content page at our website For those of you who are our partners, and then chapter one will be posted in its entirety when it is finished airing here on the DDP. And I don't mean in the breakdown, it'll be its entire file, so you don't have to break it up into six, seven-minute segments like we do here on the DDP. All right, let's get going. Here's from chapter one from Righteous Saul versus Righteous Paul. In the middle of Acts 13, there's a change, and the book shifts from the character of Saul to that of Paul, and never returns to the former again. This is an interesting moment in the biblical narrative. Saul takes on the name of Paul in the same passage in which he prays that another man loses sight, just as Saul had lost his own on the Damascus Road. The author could be connecting the reader to that event and showing that Paul had learned his lesson. He was no longer like Saul, obsessed with his own righteousness. Now he is Paul the Humble, living out the gospel for Elymas the sorcerer in the same manner the gospel worked for him. Elymas is a witch who is intent on turning people away from the faith, namely the proconsul Sergius Paulus. When the proconsul sees the miracle of Elymas being made blind, it serves to open his own eyes to the truth. Saul could not have missed the irony. Paul's miracle of taking away a man's sight bothered me for a long time. If he had made a blind man to see, I could understand that. Jesus did that sort of thing all the time. In fact, it was one of the things Jesus claimed he was anointed to do in Luke 4.18. But we don't see Jesus giving someone leprosy or making a healthy man into a lame one. His ministry was the opposite of such darkness. In the story of the healing of the man born blind, Jesus claims, As long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. John 9, 5. But a deeper examination into that very story, the one in which Jesus spit on the ground and made clay with which to anoint the blind man's eyes before sending him to his healing bath at the pool of Siloam, shows an interesting postscript to the miracle. After the Pharisees excommunicated the man from the temple, more on those rascals later, Jesus found him and introduced himself as the Son of God. And then comes this fascinating passage from John 9, 39. And Jesus said, 
For judgment I have come into this world that those who do not see may see, and that those who see may be made blind. First of all, the word for is from the Greek ice, which is most commonly translated into. And I believe that lines up with the theme of Jesus' ministry in John. In the previous chapter, he claims to judge no one, John 8, 15. Three chapters after the story of the blind man, he declares that the time of judgment to be now, and that if he is lifted up from the earth, he would draw all of it into himself, John 12, verses 31-32. So rather than Jesus declaring that he is here to judge, it appears he is telling the man that he is here to be judged. His judgment is not to make blind men see and vice versa, but he is entering into a judgment the end result of which will be that blind men can see and those who think they can see will be blinded. Can we be sure? Look at his immediate confrontation with the Pharisees after he tells the man about judgment. John 9, verses 40 and 41. Then some of the Pharisees who were with him heard these words and said to him, Are we blind also? Jesus said to them, If you were blind, you would have no sin, but now you say, We see, therefore your sin remains. There's the key. If you were blind, you would have no sin. It would seem that Jesus is telling the Pharisees that the purpose of him entering into judgment is to open man's eyes to a reality he hasn't seen and to close them to a reality he is accustomed to. We'll stop there for today, and tomorrow we will conclude chapter 1 from our 2018 book, Righteous Saul versus Righteous Paul. We're doing this because we have never aired this audio version. We recorded the audio version uh, with the intent of having the audio book and may still put that together someday. And it just sort of got lost in the shuffle. And you do all the work and you you go on to other things. And if you don't do it quickly, you kind of forget you ever had it. I almost forgot we had it. I thought, why not now? We're here at the end of the summer here in 2022. It's given me a little break here on the DDP uh, to just sort of relax and sit back and listen to these instead of preparing a little bit of new content every day, which might not seem like a big deal, but when you do them in chunks, it's like putting together sermons every day. And so just to get myself a little breather here at the end of the summer, I am, and I'm enjoying going back through this and and hearing where we were when we wrote this book, and and, uh, I hope you're enjoying it as well. If you'd like the entire thing uncut, join our additional content partners at paulwhiteministries.com, and you'll have all the things that we have in the additional content which includes several lessons, more growing all the time as we add a little bit every week to that spot. We conclude chapter one tomorrow on the podcast. We'll see you then. God bless.